Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's episode is brought to you by Gem Accessories. Gem Accessories is one of the leading accessory manufacturers within the trading card game space. Known for their deck boxes, Gem also has an amazing lineup of binders, backpacks, and more. Some of our personal favorites include the new KLRZ Icons deck boxes, the Secrets Binder, and the Jaguar and Puma backpacks. But don't just take it from us, check out some of these reviews on screen. For all these amazing products and more, be sure to check out Gem Accessories using the link in the description down below, or on Twitter at xgemaccessories. Again, the description down below or on Twitter at XGEM Accessories. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu Gi Oh! podcast. I am Sunny. I am here with my co host, Caleb. Hello. And of course, before we get too far, we want to thank our wonderful sponsors. So a huge, huge, huge thank you to, of course, Gem Accessories, who you saw an ad for at the beginning of this video, as well as, of course, also ETB Games and now also Dragon Shield Games out of Shreveport, Louisiana. Steel Fox. Ah! The old name used to be Dragon's Lair, and we have Dragon Shield, and I don't know, and their symbol is like a steel shield, like the Imperial symbol from Skyrim. And it's like with a fox, yeah. And it's with a but with a fox, yeah. And so it looks like a shield, and I don't know why. Just uh. we are also sponsored by Dragon Shield as well, of course. Also, Dragon Shield and TCG Player. So, if you're <laughs> interested in any of those things, you can find affiliate links for Dragon Shield and TCG Player in the description down below. And of course, you can find links for both ETB Games and Steel Fox Games uh, in the description down below. The Steel Fox Games one should be their TCG Player link. And also, we are sponsored by Millennium Threads. So, a huge thank you to our, our entire wonderful list of sponsors. Now, let's go ahead and thank the wonderful patrons that make this possible. So, a huge, huge thank you to Cam Yang, Dragonmate Stunzeed, Kane Martin. Konami, please initiate a ban list similar to Duel Links. In addition to the current ban list formula, signed April Floodgate, the... 
and then it cuts off because after V, it's like too much text for for uh, Patreon to handle. So whoever this is, I appreciate the comedy of your name, but it's too long. Yep. There is actually a limit. Uh, Zyphrus Yeet Defeat, Blackwing, Silver in the Ascendant is the best floodgate. Earth Machine, best deck. Epi, has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber? I'm not a man. I'm not a god. I am Lito Lito Lee. I am McLincoln, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado. Pingu is the best deck. Newt Newt. Newt Newt! <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you get that reference. <laughs> Quitting the game is a floodgate. Sprite Farter, Unbanned number 95 Konami. Understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Xavier's World, Rogue, and Tier 2 are the polite terms for bad deck. AD, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Bestial Pizza Hut, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Eldritch, the Lord of Floodgates and Monkey Brains, Furhire, Dog Turd, Heroes, Bubble Cereal, Cam, the Disciple of Caleb's Waifu Philosophy, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell, Santa Claus, and Why Are Sword Soul Players Inhaling So Much Copium? Because <laughs> we are built different. Simply built different. Obviously. So, we have, once again, a fair amount to talk about today, right? Oh, yeah. So we have the, in addition to all of the new cards mm -hmm. that we still haven't talked about. Yeah. We, we got new cards got released today, and we also have the full set list for Amazing Defenders. Yes, for the TCG. Yeah. And in addition to the full set list for Amazing Defenders and all of the new cards, we also are going to try to get to mailbag questions. So Yeah. Uh, so in order to kind of plow through the amazing defenders real quick because we've already talked about sure. all these cards i don't say well, let's just limit it to the reprints and the reprinted collector rares which kind okay. of keep it short okay before we get started though just for the sake of me remembering uh if you're on our youtube please check that subscribe button it just takes a moment and if you're on uh, iTunes or Spotify, we would love it if you would. If you're not already subscribed or follow, that would be much appreciated. Leave a review if you want, or if you're on YouTube, leave a comment. Tell us maybe something that you'd like to see, something like that. Also, um, if you haven't joined our Discord server yet, you should definitely join. It's the place where we pretty much get all of our mailbag questions and things like that. So. I would definitely say that the Discord server is worth joining. Mm -hmm. It is a really a great community and something that I truly enjoy having around. So I am going to quickly roll through the whole thing. All right. So starting with EN001, we have Rescue Ace, Impulse, Airlifter, Monitor, Hydrant, Fire Attacker, Fire Engine, and Turbulence. Those are all Rescue Ace cards. The Hydrant and Turbulence are both Collector Raiders. Okay, cool. Yes. And also Rescue Ace HQ. And then you have what are like the spell trap cards of it, which yeah. are uh, Rescue, Alert, Contain, and Extinguish. And they're all in like all caps, so it's like Rescue, yeah. Alert, alert yeah, Contain, yeah. Extinguish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, truly the Fireman archetype. So, next we have the Purely's. So we have Purely, E-Purely Happiness, E-Purely Beauty, E-Purely Plump, E-Purely Happiness. Or X-Purely Oh, X-Purely. So we have E-Purely Happiness and X-Purely Happiness. And X-Purely Noir, which are the happiness X-Purely's. The two of them are both collector yeah. rares. Then we have Stray Purely Street, My Friend Purely, Purely Happy Memory, Purely Pretty Memory, Purely delicious memory. Pure, purely leap. Purely yeep. It's purely yeep. Yeap? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, uh, also, the... My pure, friend. Yeah, but also Purely and My Friend Purely are also both collector rares. Yes. Wow. Yeah. There's four collector's rares for the Purely's. Wow. Yeah. All right. Next, we have uh, Hari the Sword Mikanko. Nini the Mirror Mikanko. Both collector's rares. Yes. Ohime the Manifested Mianko, or Mikanko. Heavenly Gate the, of the Mikanko. The Great Makanko Ceremony, Makanko Fire Dance, Makanko Purification Dance, Makanko Water Arabesque, Makanko Reflection Rondo, which is also collector rare. Yep. Makanko Kagura, Makanko Promise, Makanko Rivalry, Gizmek Nagaki, or Naganaki, the Sunrise Signaler, Infernoble Knight Renaud. As a collector rare, which yep. is weird. Yep. Reinforcement of the Army, one for one. Really cool collector rare. Yeah, this is probably this is, in my opinion, the best collector in the set. Mm-hmm. Hidden Armory, Infernoble Arms, Dur- Durandal, which is a good reprint. That Durandal was actually like still like a six or seven dollar card, mm-hmm. and for that matter, Renaud was still like a fifteen dollar card. Yeah. Double Edge Sword, Ixies, tri- Ixies Import, Ixies Tribal Rivals, Card Trooper. Now the other collector, the second best collector in the entire set. Yes. Arm Protector Dragon, Gizmek Orochi, the Serpentron Sky Slasher. Another collector. Yes. Immortal Phoenix Gearfried as a super. Infer Noble Knight Roland. Seravius the Ancient and Ascended. Isold Two Tales of the Noble Knights. The last collector rare, which is pretty cool. Yes. Limiter Removal, Machine Duplication, Preparation of Rites, Overly, Overlay Regen, Sprite's Blessing, Sacred Scrolls of the Gizmek Legend, Piri Resmap, and Ixies Reborn. So, I would have been happier if limiter removal was like a super rare, but rather than overlay regen. Overall, though, I give this set, if you factor in uh, competitive aspirations of the new archetypes, factor in the quality of reprints and the choices for rarity upgrades into collector's rares, I give this set like a 3 out of 10. Yeah, this set, this says it's, uh oh, stinky. Yeah, it's it's not good. I mean, the three archetypes are cool, but they're just not able to keep like these. Like these archetypes would have been good, like what two years ago? Yeah, they would they would have been really good, like four years ago. Yeah. Wow, four years ago was Eternal format. They would have been good like six years ago. Yeah. Wow, four years ago, Caleb. Yep. That was Eternal Format. That was 2019. Yep. We weren't playing in that. We were playing then. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I'm getting old. Oh, no. You're getting old. You're getting ancient. Oh, nay. You're only as old as you feel. So, okay. I saw a a video. Mm -hmm. And it was like, this woman recorded this on her security on her home security cameras 20 years ago. And th- somebody commented, they didn't have home security cameras commonplace 20 years ago. And then they commented back on their own thing and they were like, y'all, I just realized 20 years ago is 2003. They probably did. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I thought, he goes, I thought 20 years ago was, I was thinking 1985. No. Dude, can you think about that? 1985 is almost 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's 38 years ago. That's just 
Okay. That's... I got it. Mm. 1980 is closer to the end of World War II than it is today. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay. All right. So, yeah, this set is terrible. The reprints are not good. They're, the, they're cool, but not... The most expensive reprint in this set was like $15. Yeah. Like, if you really wanted to play Infernoble Knights, Here's realistically, yes, this will be the cheapest Infernoble Knights I've ever been. But realistically, the overall core of Infernoble Knights was already really cheap. The biggest issue with playing Infernoble Knights wasn't the cost of playing the deck. It was not prohibitive, in my opinion. The biggest issue was that every time you turned around and found a new combo line for the deck, they, it got hit on the ban list because every other deck was abusing it more than you were. Yep. So that, that to me, is the bigger issue. Like, I'm surprised that his soul hasn't gotten banned yet. That's I our- mean, they're banning every other major combo piece. They ban... Okay, so... They banned Link Cross. Yep. They banned Aurorodon. They banned Hulk. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, how many other combo pieces can you take away from Infernoble before they're unplayable? I, I mean... Yeah. Like, Soul is just one of those cards that's just so easily abusable. I'm surprised they haven't banned it yet. Yeah, just... but at this point, it's only abusable in Infernoble Knights. Which is fair. Like, Are you I'll... noticing how we're talking about the competitive viability of Infernoble Knights two years after their release, instead of talking about the three new sets, that the three new archetypes yeah. that are in this set? Yeah, that should really... That really should clue should... you in on something. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, but like all, all a soul needs is, like, a good warrior archetype to come along and... Isolde doesn't need a good warrior archetype to come along. There's plenty of great warrior decks. What it needs is warriors need a more mid-rangey deck that can better take advantage yeah. of Isolde's abilities rather than just using her to turn uh, two of them into three, two warriors into three. Yeah, I mean, normal summon Neospatian Connector is already an Isolde. Yeah. Like, like you, you don't need... There's no reason to... It's not that they need more a, an archetype that's better at getting into Isolde. You are you already have one card ways into Isolde. Yeah. But that's because Isolde is not what they need. They just need a way to be more mid-rangey. Cuz the all the warrior decks are hyper combo. Well, no, like that's what I'm saying though. They just need a good warrior archetype to come along and just be like, "I'm super mid-rangey naturally." You you're right. I yeah. mean, that would be the way to I think the best version of that is I think aren't Exo Sisters? They're super mid. But aren't some of them warriors? Uh, I think all the main deck one are warriors, and then all the extra deck ones are spellcasters, maybe, or, or vice versa, or vice versa, something like that. The point is, even they don't. I mean, they're not going to use these old. Well, no, because they're an Xyz deck. Right. A link spam. It would have to be don't. a really specific kind of deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be like a weird link spam hybrid thing yeah Uh, okay the point is this set's bad and konami should feel bad for printing this set yeah moving along to the new cards yes so let's start off with fusion duplication so this is a normal trap card you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn one target one polymerization normal or quick play spell card or fusion normal slash quick play spell card in any graveyard banish it and if you do this card's effect becomes that card's effect when the card is activated Keep in mind, it says effect. No cost need apply with the cards like Super Poly. 
Right. So, also something like Red Eyes Fusion. Yeah. Something you could do hilariously is set this and Super Poly. Interrupt your opponent with Super Poly and they keep going. Interrupt them a second time with the same Super Poly. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can do that. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> yes, it is exceedingly funny. Uh, it's... This, this is definitely a, this is the card. The card's all right. It's funny more than anything else. It's very funny, but it's also extremely mid. It could see play as like an extra form of interaction potentially. I just don't see it though, because even yeah. like it would have to be in a deck that runs both Super Poly and other fusion cards to me if it, it feels that that one feels like a deck that just kind of where like all the monsters you mean a card yeah well it feels like a card that would go in a deck where where the archetype is around is centralized around pol specifically any card with fusion or polymerization in their name so like normal summon search for a few for a card first for a polymerization or fusion card and then uh, maybe like some fusions in the extra deck that when they're fused together, recur them back. And it's like, well, cool. I just searched both this and Super Poly, set them both pass. So the things that stick out in my mind that did that are like Fluffles. Yeah. They can search polymerization through the patchwork engine. But not fusion cards. Right. So then you have to top or this and then search Super Poly. Prank Kids could search a fusion card and they also oh. used polymerization. So prank kids maybe, but prank kids are unplayable now because of Meow Meow Moo being at zero. Exactly. So I I I genuinely don't know. I think it's definitely there may have been one other deck, but I can't yeah, it's, put it's, a finger on it. It's definitely hard to kind of keep in the back of your head that it exists. Yeah. But it's not good. No, not right now. Well yeah, it's not abusable. It's it, it's got potential. Just it's a good card, but it's not abusable, which for right now means it's not good. Despia. Despia is like good. the older version of Despia, yeah, where yeah. they would go yeah. into Guardian Chimera, and yeah. Guardian Chimera needed polymerizations and stuff. Yeah, so you're yeah. running like a patchwork engine, and you that that deck could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's still so situational. Yeah. All right. Next, we have a uh, we finally got the effect for a V jump promo yep, card. Super heavy samurai constable. Yes. Uh, Earth machine. Level 4, 500 attack, 1500 defense. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. Uh, one, if this card is normal or special summon, you can add a face-up pendulum monster from your extra deck to your hand. It's not awful. Two, if you have no spell or traps in your graveyard, you can tribute this card to special summon an earth machine with 1500 attack or less from your hand or graveyard, except another copy of itself. It's, not, it's actually not too, too bad. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just another extender for Earth for the Earth Machine deck because I'm pretty sure they could uh, abuse that somehow. Okay. Probably. I don't know anything about Super Heavy Samurai, so I don't know if this card's abusable or not. Oh, easily. Gotcha. Within their own archetype, very easily abusable because they're all Earth Machines, and almost all of them have really low attack point values. I think like the highest attack value is maybe 1800, but that's because they attack with their defense value. Right. 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 All right, next we have Dual Avatar Lion and Voice Aun. I so, love saying Aun. Aun. This is a Warrior Aun. Fusion Effect Monster, Light Level 4, Zero Attack, Zero Defense. Two Dual Avatar Monsters is Materials. Uh, one, this card gains these effects based on the original names of the fusion materials used for its fusion summon. 
dual avatar empowered con Gyo. if your dual avatar monster battles its attack becomes 3000 during damage calc only and the other is dual empower dual avatar empowered uh, mitsujaku once per opponent's turn quick effect you can target one card on the field banish it okay and the second effect is yeah the second effect is if this fusion summoned card is destroyed you can special summon one dual avatar fists yuhi and one dual avatar feet kokoku from your deck and if you do they cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects this turn that's not terrible yeah but do dual avatars have inherent ways to fusion summon i don't know I th I think I think a lot of them have I think a lot of them have pseudo contact fuse effects maybe I don't know potentially even yeah the world may never know yeah I mean it's a decent card in a vacuum yeah I mean as long as you have a way to get into it it's a great boss monster for the deck yeah yeah uh, next up we have Security Force Night Chaser or as we're gonna, or as it's called in the TCG S Force Night Chaser gotta say this is one of the cooler uh, one of the more cooler uh, card arts. Not gonna lie. Link one, dark cyber. Oh, it's a link one. Oof. Scary. Uh, a monster, 800 attack. Uh, link points directly down. Materials, a non-link S-Force monster. You can only use the second bag of this card's name once per turn. One, each of your opponent's monsters in the same column as one of your S-Force monsters cannot target monsters in that column for attacks. Okay. Two, during the main phase, quick effect, you can target an S-Force monster you control, shuffle into the deck, and then special summon one of your banished S-Force monsters. This card's effect seems to be a modified version of Chiyumaru's, for whatever relevance that may have. I like the artwork, but I have no idea if it's actually any good. Yeah, I, I just... I have no idea. I know that the S-Force has, um, has an association with these Psy frames. Yeah. But I don't know exactly what that is. Yeah. So, okay. Next, we have the other Abyss cards. So we have some <coughs> various Random, cards from yeah. the branded and Albaz and Bistial lore. Aluber duber duber. Mm -hmm. So first, we have the Bistial Aluber, level four Dark Dragon Tuner Effect Monster, eighteen hundred attack. Zero defense. This card is searchable off of Magnemite. Wow. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, this card's name becomes Fallen of Albaz while in the field or in the graveyard. Two, if this card is normal or special summoned, you can discard one card, then target one dragon monster your opponent controls or in their graveyard to activate one of these effects. First effect is send this card to the graveyard, and if you do, take control of that monster on the field until the end phase. Second one is send this card to the graveyard, and if you do, special on that monster from the graveyard to your field. Okay. Neat. Uh, next up, we have Fallen of Ar Argyros. 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 Uh, level 2 Dark Tuner Thunder Monster. It's not a tuner. Level 2 Dark Thunder Monster. My brain saw the T and went tuner. <laughs> uh, 700 attack and defense. You can only special summon with the first effect of this card's name once per turn. You can only use the third effect of this card's name effect this card's name's effect once per turn. One, if there is a level, rank, or link to monster on the field, special summon this card from your hand to either field. To either field. Link monsters the point of this card cannot activate their effects. Three, during your opponent's turn quick effect, you can target an exceeds monster on the field, detach two materials from it. This is just anti 
Sprite. Sprite. Oh, Which that's is not... funny because if you look at the artwork, it looks like Sprite Red and Sprite Blue. Yeah. Combined to make this guy. With like, with like a uh, Blue's jacket. Yeah. And like, and it's funny because like they make Elf, you just go, hey, that's a nice Elf. That's a nice Elf. Special, special to one of the zones that Elf points to. Huh. Well, you'd be. It's not a quick effect. Yeah. Never mind, it doesn't work like Well, it, it would at least prevent... Well, it look, it's an inherent summon based off of this, so you could at least prevent your opponent from recurring it, one of the it level It is twos. a summon that does not start a chain. So, what you can actually do is... If there is a level, rank, or link to monster on the field... Especially summon to either field. You can summon it to your field. And then, in theory, if he's still in your field... And your opponent goes into like totally awesome. You can activate his effect to detach both materials from code. <laughs> or guess what? Well, I mean, can you also activate his effect just to attach? Gigantic sprite yeah. is a not a quick effect. So in response to the summon of gigantic sprite, yeah. you can effect. activate his effect and detach both materials from sprite, and they can't yeah. activate sprite. Gigantic. That is so funny. If only a summon was a quick effect, so like, so like right before. I would argue that it's being a summon that does not start a chain is better. That's that's entirely fair because then because yeah, then they can't activate anything in response. Right. Um, like isn't Sprite Elf's effect a quick effect? They can activate things in response. They it's just a lot harder to stop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sprite Elf's effect is a quick effect. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I so, think it's a quick effect if you if you control a monster. Yeah, so like what you could do is like during the at the end of the sprite inboard, if you yourself don't use exceeds, you can just at the start of your you know draw face down by main effect special summon to the zone that elf points to it negates the elf, so they can't re recur anything. Right, right, and also it makes other things that elf points to targetable. Mm -hmm. Exactly, because then you can target the the only other thing that elf would be pointing to. Right, and then you can this card's kind of whack. Yeah. But you have to be careful, right? Because then, if you summon an Xyz monster, they can detach materials from your Xyz. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're not, an, if you're not an Xyz deck, this card could be really skillful in a sprite mirror match. Oh, absolutely. That card could be really skillful, uh, particularly because you can. That's interesting. Particularly because you can also use it as starting material. If you're also, are the Therians part of the Albaz lore? Yeah. Yes. I. Did not realize. I thought they were part of the Visa Starfrost lore. No, no, no. Um, Kit went to go fetch them to help fight against uh, the Dogmaticas. The Bestials, I think. The Bestials? Oh, dude. This is why I can't keep up with lore in Yu-Gi-Oh. Lore in Yu-Gi-Oh is just the worst. The lore I prefer is... is going off of pictures. Is yes, yeah, my 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 preference for the lore is like the lore behind uh, the ban list being an actual prison where there's somebody's been on Twitter today. I've been on Twitter for months, but no, because I like, mean today specifically. Really, I, I haven't really been on Twitter today. There's specifically. no way you just came up with that out of the blue. Well, without at least going past it on Twitter because I mean, that was an MBT post on Twitter today. Oh, I don't know. It's uh, one of his famous Twitter threads. 
well no because i was going through some cards i just laying on my desk and i and i saw that one of them was like from that it was like the one with uh with goyle like trying to get through the gate and just against the laser fence i'm like <laughs> that's funny that's a wild thing in fact that's what's actively open right now on the other tab really yes i actively had this open oh my god and, and that's the picture that he used was goyo trying to get through the electric fence go figure that's what i'm saying there's no way yeah you uh, didn't see this stuff yeah, and then there's the other one with relinquished leaving and then there's the one with uh songin and yeah yeah thousand eyes restrict is getting off the ban yeah, list and leaving but plush fire goyo what is that Shockmaster, and what yeah. is this Oh, that's um, uh, Elder Entity uh, Norton. Norton. Yeah. All still behind the barrier yeah, band. Yeah. And then like, there's also one with Songin in Witch of Black Forest. And Songin's like, at, is like at the jail bars like, let me out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like which, mistaken arrest or something. Yeah, which is part of the mistaken arrest lore with Turguide. That is a lore that I can get behind because it's very funny. Yeah, it's not only is it funny, it's simple and is just kind of cool. Or like the, uh, the, go or like the Scrap Kong Goblin. I don't know. Okay. So this is actually related to a card we talked about in the last episode. It That's like first purchase of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like it starts with uh, a, like the little goblin kid getting a Scrap Kong t-shirt for his birthday and him not liking it. But his dad sure likes it and has one too, so they match. And it's just that kid going through different holidays and just failing every single one. Wow. And then in last purchase of the year... Is like the only card where he's actively happy. Oh, okay. It's for a holiday. It's it's sad. Uh, is the next card yours or mine? Uh, that'd be a I read a Gyros, so it'd okay. be yours. Okay. Ice Jade Azurine Ran, level seven Water Aqua Tuner Effect Monster, fifteen hundred attack, twenty five hundred defense. You can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. One, you can discard one other Ice Jade card or Water Monster, special summon this card from your hand. Then you can special summon one Ice Jade token, which is an Aqua Water Level 3 uh, Zero Attack Zero Defense. While that token is in the monsters and the player summoned, it cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck except Water Monsters. Two, this card name becomes Ice Jade C Note Aeon Cradle while it is equipped with an equipped card. Fun fact Ren is the Nordic goddess uh, attested to be the wife of uh, Geimer. So, funnily enough, whenever you're reading that first effect, my brain immediately went, that's just an instant, um, that's just literally, hey, I summon, discard a water monster, boom, I now have a, uh, a baron. Then I was like, then he said, you can only summon some waters. Yeah, but you have to discard an Ice Jade Carter water monster also. Well, that's the same, you discard a water monster, special this, and then boom, you have a level, you, you It's have a Chen Ying. Yeah, it's a Chen Ying. Sword Soul Grand, Sword Soul Sovereign, Supreme Sovereign Chen Ying. Or yeah, whatever for the for the in Sword Soul specifically, the cost of discarding Shithana or Moyi. Yes, which isn't awful. Or another copy of itself. Yeah, yeah, or another copy of itself. Like all of that, like that's not awful actually. It's really not, and if it's in your hand at the end, in theory, you could use it as the discard piece to end on an extra level ten. Hmm? really not the worst card in the world yeah. as far as i mean like what, synergies with sword soul yeah i don't know how i i think it would purposeful it is in hmm. the ice jade deck i don't really know i've been told by 
our local Discord Ice Jade player that the, I shouldn't just call the card bad because it says Ice Jade, but I'm tempted to call the card bad because it says Ice Jade. Well, the thing is, like, you just. I'm sorry to our moderator who specifically said, don't call it bad because it's Ice Jade. Yeah, but, like, like, I don't know how it functions in Ice Jade specifically, but just as a free level 10 water synchro, it's not awful. I, the only water, the only level 10 water synchro I could, I I couldn't even think of one. He, you know, you thought of the Sword Soul one. Is there any other level 10 water synchros? I, I, I'm sure there is. I'm sure yeah. there's others. like the power of that card is very specific to the power of level 10 water synchros. Well, you know what? There's one fast and easy way yeah. to find out, but our also, we were also told if you talk about S force on the podcast, here's a quick rundown. Oh. All the main deck monsters, except for one have minor floodgate abilities. If they are in the same column as an opponent's monster. So, okay. Her floodgate ability was that S is that monster in the same column as your s-force monster can't declare attacks on them on the monster in their same column which is kind of cool okay so it is like playable yeah uh, i mean it, i mean it protects your uh, s-force monsters from being attacked by the thing in their column but the issue is that something from the column next to them can still just run them over there are four water synchros level 10 yes all right what we got Cheng ying okay White Aura Bahamut. Okay, White Aura Bahamut. Behemoth. But that requires a Tuner Synchro monster. Mm. So it's not makeable. Yeah. Ice Jade Azurin Gymir. Okay, so it's Which a is an OCG card currently. And then his wife synchro some, synchros in a Gymer. That's pretty cool. So Ice Jade Azurin Gymer. And then that one that I just read, Azurin Ran, synchros into Gymer specifically. Yeah. Okay. And then the other. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One is Goatee of the Deep Beyond, which requires a fish tuner. So it's literally Geimer or Cheng Ying. Yeah, that's literally that's it. it. Okay, so yeah, so it's, it's actually not great. Um, yes. So moving right along, uh, next up we have Guiding... No, I mean, it's potentially playable. Yeah, I'll yeah. say, I'm not going to say it's not great. No, no, no. I'll say it's bad just because he says specifically says, do not call it bad. <laughs> but mean. I'll say it's far from the worst Ice Jade yeah. card. Uh, next up, we have Guiding Quim the Virtuous. Level 4 Light Spellcaster Tuner Effect Monster, 1500 Attack and Defense. This card is always treated as a Dogmatica and a Despia card. Uh, this You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. 
One, if this card is normal or special summon, you can send a Fallen of Albaz or one card that mentions it from your deck to your graveyard. Two, if this card leaves the extra deck, if a card leaves your extra deck, you can target a Fallen Alabaster or a monster dimension except herself in your graveyard to special summon it. Alright. I guess. Not great. I mean, it's just a new Ecclesia card. Yeah. Well, no, she's not Ecclesia. She's specifically not Ecclesia. Her name's Quim. But so, she's the Virtuous with the same stats and the same... Yeah, but she's not... Typing and subtyping. Yeah, but she's not uh, Ecclesia. Because both times... Basically we... Ecclesia. Yeah, she functions as a type of Ecclesia, but she's not... In the lore wise, she's not Ecclesia. Because they're pretty good about... They've been pretty standardizing. If it's Ecclesia, that is the card... Her name is on the card. I mean, it looks like Ecclesia. I mean... It kind of looks more like a... Like a Fleur de Lis. I don't know what Fleur de Lis looks like outside the armor. Iris Sword Soul. The Samurai Is Lady. that? That's Fleur de Lis outside of her armor. Are you sure? Yeah. They have the same long white hair. That doesn't mean anything. Plenty of Yu-Gi-Oh characters have long white hair. Fair. But... You can't characterize somebody based on just long white hair. Fair. fair. But lore-wise, I, I remember Konami coming out saying yes... That Iris Sword Soul is Fleur de Lis outside of her armor. And I disagree. Sword Sword Sword. You disagree with Konami, sure. Yeah. All right, next we have Branded Etude. Etude? Etude. Etude. Continuous Trap card. You can only use the first and second. Def you can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. One, during either player's turn, you can, immediately after this effect resolves, synchro summon using monsters you control as material, including at least one dragon monster. Two, while you control a bestial monster, any monster sent to your opponent's graveyard because they tributed it for a ritual summon or used it as material for a fusion synchro or link summon is banished instead. That's pretty funny. Interesting. Note, an etude is a short piece of music designed to give a performer practice in a particular area or skill. It can, it can, refer to, it can also refer to etude theater, a form of improv theater designed to help strengthen an, actor, an actor's ability to ablib. Okay. Neat. Okay. Next card we have is a whole new... Moving off of that stuff. Trap Track. Uh, it is a normal trap card. You can only activate one card's card's name per turn. One, target a monster you control. Destroy it. And if you do, set a normal trap from your deck, except another copy of this card. It can be activated this turn. Also, you can only activate one trap card for the rest of the turn after this card resolves. It's just another form of trap trick. Yes, but with slightly different... Activation conditions. Right. And you don't have to banish the same yes, you, card yeah, from your you, deck. Yeah, you pop one of your own monsters instead. Right. It's usable. So next we're going to talk about uh, Powerful Pro Knight Sisters. So essentially, Konami decided to do a really cool collaboration with themselves. So... I, this is from it just says ocg on it we don't even know if we're ever going to get these cards but we apparently got a dark magician and harpy lady sisters parody cards last year mm -hmm. so we are getting a reinforcement of the army alternate art where it looks like a baseball team running with a baseball bat instead of a guy running with a sword yeah it, it's a it's a reference to a game konami's made oh okay i didn't know that and um, another one called powerful pro knight sisters which is a level four light warrior normal monster uh, which is a parody on Noble Knight Brothers. Oh, okay. So, 
1200 tech, 2400 defense. And the flavor text is the three navigators of the powerful pro world. Left, Poochan is cheerful, energetic, and responsible, but the fly in the ointment is she's forgetful. Right, Wear Chan is gentle, serious, and calm, but sometimes loses her temper. Center, in the middle is Namiki, the girl's big time senpai, whose trademark feature is her bag and her beloved dog, Chikua. The girls lead the players to the stadium where they'll finally face their destiny. And once there, the players take a big step forward. This is the beginning of everything, the great history of baseball. The last part of the text is a modified version of the flavor text for Noble Knight or Targaryen in the OCG, stylized like the TCG poem. Right. Which is interesting. So that fateful day, the ballplayers went forth to where the ball stadium did slay. Twas the first of many feet so great, the tales of the baseball players. So I guess it's just like they're trying to do like a baseball lore yeah, with it's, the Noble Knights lore that they yeah. already had. Yeah, they're referencing the same game that uh, something baseball kid from like the fir- from like the original Fire Structure deck is referencing. Okay, I thought that some of the art looked familiar. It looks yeah. like Baseball Kid. Yeah, it's it's the same, referencing the same game that card's referencing. I do actually remember. I didn't realize that card was a reference, mm-hmm. but I rem- I vaguely remember the Baseball Kid card. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's like a lot of cards in Yu-Gi-Oh you wouldn't realize were references, but are actually in fact references to vi- various video games from Konami. Right. So next we have a new Dinomorphia card, Ooh. and this one's all you, bud. Uh. Oh, well, I had it and I accidentally closed it. Of course you did. Of course you did. Yes, I... Why do you do these things, Caleb? I'm just awful sometimes. I apologize. I'm a professional. That's a lie. You're awesome all the time. I love Can you, Caleb. I just reopen? No. I, I don't use my phone for this thing very often, so... No, Caleb. Recent don't tags. do it. Here it is. I got oh, okay. it. Okay. I got it. Okay. Dynamorphia intact. Counter trap. You only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, when a monster effect is activated, any control a dynamorphia card, pay half your life points, any battle damage you take for this turn becomes half the, your life points at the time you would take the damage. Also, negate the activation if you destroy the monster. So, that's interesting. Two, during damage calculation, while your life points are 1,000 or less, if you would take damage, you can banish this card from your graveyard if you take no battle damage. So, basically, whenever you activate his first effect for the turn, any battle damage you take is is just changed, it's just modified to be half your life points. Wow. So if you activate this and you just take like a bunch of hits to the face, they literally cannot reduce you to zero. They can get you down to one. <laughs> and then at, from crazy. there, like in then from there, it's just one, 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 one. But never quite enough to kill. Nope. Because you'll always get dropped down to 0.5, which then rounds up to one. This card feels really, really good for Dynamorpheus. It really does, particularly because now it's a, hey, do you want to get me closer to my end goal, which is to have 2,000 or less life points? Keep attacking. Come on, do it. This is kind of crazy. This feels really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still locked into being a counter trap. Yeah, but it's still a Dinomorphia card that helps them with their strategy, and it's like a good card. Oh, yeah. yeah, It's very solid. But But like the biggest issue with it is, again, it being a counter trap means that if your opponent just kind of harpy feather dusters or lightning storms you and you right. don't have a way to stop it you just kind of shrug and go game two potentially potentially next we have a new card called the boundless open land 
So this is a field spell card, which it is the very final card that ends all of the Albaz lore, apparently. Roll. I, lo I love the first line of the, OC well, the YG organization uh, article about this card. Roll credits. Q Smash Mouth's All-Star. Somebody once no, 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 told no. me. You gotta be careful with that on YouTube, bruh. You're right. That was really good. I don't want to get us in trouble. No, no, no. They don't even care anymore how good it is. That's true. But it was really good. That one might get struck. I, I, I think we'll be fine with just the first five words. Hopefully. Four words. Anyway. The world is gonna roll Dude, me. don't don't risk it. Just don't continue. tempt fate. Okay. Don't Field tempt spell it. card. One, if your opponent special summons a ritual, fusion, synchro, exceeds, and or link monster or monsters, you can activate one of these effects, but you can only use each effect of this card's name once per turn. One, add one Fallen of Albaz or one monster that mentions it from your deck to your hand, or two, special summon one Fallen of Albaz or one monster that mentions it from your hand. Note, this card's name is a reference to how the continent of Abyss, which originally described at the start of the story, a land cut off from the rest of the world, now is a world freed and open with endless possibilities for the future. As a note, this is the first time it appears It appears Yu-Gi-Oh's long format themes have had a tragic or bittersweet... Haven't. Haven't had a tragic or bittersweet ending. Big difference between have had one and haven't had one. Yeah. So. We finally got to end all the new cards. I think, hopefully... That will be all of the cards from CYAC, Cyberstorm Access. It's not. We're going. We're going to get more. Don't, don't, don't say that. Don't put that on me. Hold on. Let, let me make sure that we didn't get any at, get any new ones as we were recording. As it has happened several times, but I just looked and I don't think we did. No. Just still so, the help wanted. A help wanted ad. Right, right, right. So the question now becomes, Caleb. Yes. Do you want to do a bit of mailbag? mailbag questions? Yes, let's do mailbag. Okay, so mailbag questions. I gotta pull it up. All right, this is the wrong tab. <laughs> okay, so we have gotten. Uh, <coughs> oh, a bunch of these. Yep, let's just kind of. All right, rank. Rank these qualities and skills you find most important in a partner. Can cook, funny, makes you laugh, has money, responsible with money, open communicator, blunt, honest, self-sufficient, like uh, thrive without others' help, has their own interests, can kick your butt at Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic and Pokemon, emotionally stable, and all that. Yeah. Like, a lot of that, to me, doesn't really matter. You know, like none of those are deal breakers. Like, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, like if they're really awful with money, that's kind of its own thing. But it's like, oh, they must have these things. I'm like, no, they don't have have to have the, any of those for me. That's okay. So, can cook is not a deal breaker for me because I actually like cooking. Yeah, yeah, no, I can cook. Funny, as in makes you laugh, wasn't a big deal for me. But I having mean, a good sense of humor is important, right? That that is fair. Able to actively take a joke. Yeah, has money and is responsible. Money was a big one for me. Um, my parents split up because of I'll just say financial issues. So that was a big one for me. Was us being on the same page with that. Um, open communicator. I've made that a priority. 
in our marriage because communication is extremely key. I mean, yeah, communication is important. Bluntness and honesty. Honesty is important. But you can. But that's part of communication, I think. Yeah, no, that's part of communication. But you can also be honest and not be blunt, is the thing. Yeah, I would agree. I don't know that being blunt is necessarily important. Because I found that when people say I'm being blunt, what they really mean is I'm being. Uh, I'm going to insult you now. Yeah, I'm just going to straight up insult you. And yeah. you're going to accept it. Right. That, right. that That's what I found when people say I'm being. I'm blunt, it really means. Yeah, a lot of people use the. the They'll say like, "Oh, I'm gonna be blunt for a minute." You're ugly, right? It's like you're wow, you're just dead ugly. And it's like you're not being blunt; you're just being mean. Yeah, um, there's there's a difference between being blunt and just being just being a jerk. Yeah, because because some people will describe themselves as a blunt person. It's not that they're blunt; it's just that they're mean. Yeah, they're just a jerk. Yeah, there are other words we'd like to use, but we're trying to keep it PG. I would say that I'm a rather blunt person most of the time. But it's usually because I'm just very to the point most of the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's- I, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't do well with certain, like for me, when I want to communicate something and I want to discuss something and Caleb will tell, Caleb will like attest to this. Like when I want to say something, it's not about saying like all this lead up. Like if I call you for a reason, I'm going to call you. I'm going to discuss that reason. And then like from there, I can move on into a different conversation or hang up the phone. Yeah. But like, like I'm to the point, which I would describe as more blunt than just being mean. Yeah. 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 No, like, like it's definitely a very fine line between being blunt and just being a jerk. Yeah. But like what I found hilarious is that everyone who's being a jerk, just say that they're blunt. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, self-sufficiency. Um, this one actually wasn't that big of a deal to me. Well, I mean, because I, I I can be self sufficient, but I also really like having others around. So like well, I see both sides of it. Well, that's the thing because how? What do they mean by self sufficient? Are they able to thriving like, without others' help? That's just kind of existing. Yeah, and like I don't know. I think like it's a good thing to ask others for help. Yeah, yeah. Like if you need help, ask. That right. it's not a virtue to never ask for help. Has their own interests. I mean, sure, everyone's got their own interests. Not everyone has their own interests, but I think having somebody that's willing to, like, do something about it, right? Because, like, like I have my own interests, which is Yu-Gi-Oh!, but I've done something about it. Like, like I go to tournaments. I, I've actively made Yu-Gi-Oh! something that I enjoy and something that I do because I enjoy it. Uh, I mean... Y'all's is video games, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, you yeah. play video games together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Um emotionally stable i think emotional stability is a pretty important thing because i've been in relationships that were not emotionally stable and it's um it's a challenge and it's something that you as a person have to be really okay with and ready for and i would say that i was not uh mature enough to really be in a relationship that did not have full emotional stability I mean, it's. I mean, there's also a difference between being emotionally unstable, but then, but you know, as one thing, and then as the other, then there is knowing you are, and therefore are seeking active, right? Like you're yeah. trying to fix it. If they're on the trying to fix it, I think that's fine. Yeah, but 
to me, somebody that's not emotionally stable and doesn't realize that they're not emotionally stable, that yeah. starts getting like really dangerous. Yeah, it it can it can it can uh, snowball horrendously. Yeah. It, it has happened in my life uh, from a roommate, not from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can kick your butt in Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic and Pokemon. If this they was... can, if they can, cool. If not, this is honestly the bottom of the scale for me. I yeah. this my wife doesn't play Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon, and she has... Well, she plays Pokemon VGC, but not competitively. She just, yeah. like, enjoys the video games. And she will sit down and play a game or two of Magic with me, but it's not, like, her idea of, like, the best evening, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, but as far as, like, I would say, honestly, like, has has money or like not even has money but like responsible with money yeah an open communicator to me are the two biggest ones like if it's a case of like they're good with money but then they're like broke because oh well they're a college student so a lot of their time and money is going into that i'm like that's that's different from right when me and my wife got got married we were both broke neither yeah. of us really had anything to our name but through careful money management, we've yeah, got yeah. we've done well for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's has nothing to do with has money, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like don't I, don't don't ever get in a relationship because of the money. That's right, right. That's, that's just a bad time for everyone involved. Yes, unless it's like Jeff Bezos, in which case, like, go for it. You know, no. personally, he's got two jets: one for him and one for his girlfriend. I'll be his boyfriend for a jet. I'm just saying. I would do that. Yeah, moving right along. Yeah, it, those are mine. Uh, yeah. Ken Caleb Dougie. No. I can go teach me how to Dougie, but I don't know how to actually Dougie. Same. Uh, do you have a pet peeve when it comes to content for large and small creators? Uh, I think a pet, one of my biggest pet, fee- pet peeves is whenever they're obviously faking their... Uh, their energy and emotional state and you can tell yes you know what i mean something that just is just insane to me is when i go to like i watch a youtube video and they have that like energy like you're talking about where they're really high energy and they're like like oh like bombastic and over the top And then, like, you meet them in person, or which I guess you can't hold that energy all well, the time. Okay, okay. So, like, a like, great example is you, they start the YouTube video with like a crap ton of energy, mm-hmm. and then the, and then you can tell that it's starting to wind down because they're getting tired, or that's just a quick burst of yeah excitement for starting a video, and then it's winding down. But then they try to keep it up that high the yeah, entire yeah. video. Mine is when they post YouTube videos with really high energy. And then they go in over to like a live stream and they have a completely different energy level in every live stream. And you realize that it's not that like that one live stream is a bad day. It's that they don't have that energy level normally. And they yeah. just put on that for YouTube. That oh, yeah. That's annoying. Like I just, the, that, that, that YouTube energy is just like the one. Ex- there is one exception to that, with that though, if it's a, if it's a, Hey, we're just chilling this live stream. That's, but that's because that's the live stream is to chill out yeah chat and there are like i think that there's a difference between like actual excitement and actual genuine interest in the topic at hand 
and like that fake excitement so like you know oh. when somebody's excitement level is like too high and it's just like oh another pet peeve it's, it's an act another pet peeve i have is like the fake voice not where they're like pretending to have a different voice than what they actually have when like 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 the watch mojo voice mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah where you can tell it's fake yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where they're not even really trying. They're just kind of phoning, half phoning it in. Yeah. Did you make an effort to watch movies that... Do you make an effort to watch movies that get Oscar nominations near the end of the year? Are they good? Like, are they, like, actually good? I do not make any active effort to go out of way to watch movies because they got Oscar nominations. Yeah. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. None. Listen, listen, listen. I can't tell you what movies have gotten an Oscar. I can't. I've never watched the Oscars. If if someone... I can't name a single movie that's even got won an Oscar. Can't. I just don't care enough to attach a brain cell to it. Yep. Is DC better than Marvel? Why? Yes and no. Okay. Okay. So, the earlier Marvel movies were great. Live action. Like Iron Man, original Iron Man. Yeah, uh, the, you know, the Avenger, the original Avenger. Small Avengers was kind of... Getting there. Kind of boring. But then, like, all the Thor movies are great. Um, okay, hold on. Hold on. What? Let's not say they're all great. The second one is mid. Fair enough. But you get, you get what I'm saying. Like, like, the, like, the, like up until re actually fairly recently, a vast majority of the live-action Marvel stuff was really good. On the other hand, DC Animation... Easily some of the best uh, best superhero stuff you'll find. Um, what do you think about on a on a on a comic level? It, I mean, from there it just really depends on the individual writer, uh, like about what era you're in, in individually, because characters change from era to era so drastically. Yeah, For, that's very fair. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite things I've seen. Re, uh, that I that I revisited recently was from, I believe it was actually from the original Justice League cartoon where the Justice League Raptor villain. So they're like, hey, in Flash, like, hey, I know just the guy who would know more information about this. Goes to a bar and it's a villain just sitting there at a bar. One of his villains, he's like, hey, listen, um, you haven't taken your meds, have you? No, no, I have. You're in the suit. Oh, I am. <laughs> huh. you're in the villain suit and they talk he gives information and he, they, he turns to leave and one of the other heroes is like but your arch enemy oh right flash turns looks and be like hey when you're done with that beer turn yourself in got me again flash <laughs> and then the dude goes and turns himself in you know that's that's just i love the justice league animated series from like like oh six oh seven yeah, that, that, that time yeah. frame Oh yeah, no, like like it was the, amazing. The animated stuff is fantastic. Um, there's a lot of great DC animated moments, and then of course that, and then of course DC is also is DC is also more want to go into the darker side of being a superhero. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, and they do wonderful things with it. There's a great example of Superman basically defeat Doomsday, accidentally supercharge his entire body. Yeah. With the uh, solar energy. And so now his cells are slowly exploding. Okay. Like he's dying. And he spends his last 24 hours just continuing to be Superman. Okay. It's great. I can talk about this for hours. 
Okay. We don't have time for a couple more. Yeah. You are a gym leader in the Pokemon world. Mm -hmm. You get a team of three Pokemon to test an aspect of trainers coming through your region. What region, what's your team, and what quality of trainer are what quality of the trainer are you trying to test in them? Th like, <sighs> only three Pokemon. Yeah, and it's gotta be like themed, obviously. <sighs> so I actually put a little bit of thought yeah. into this in advance. Okay. So my team is normal type. Mm-hmm. And my Pokemon are Xbloud, Snorlax, mm -hmm. and I had a third normal type, but I don't remember what it was. But it was definitely Xbloud and Snorlax. Mm -hmm. And the concept was to prove that you don't need extra special thrill, like frills. Yeah. Like you don't need to be super special to be good. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like in in Pokemon especially, like normal types get overlooked a lot because they don't have all the special typings and things like that. Not in Generation One, they didn't. Okay, well, Generation <laughs> One, sure. But like as as time has gone on, yeah, normal yeah, yeah. types have, in my opinion, maybe become like the most cast aside typing. I mean, half the best normal types are fairies now. Uh, no. Half the normal types became fairies, like the old normal types. No. Half no. the old normal types became fairies. Yes, like Clefairy, Clefable, all, like Blissey, like all that kind of stuff. Like they became normal types. It was, I mean, they became fairies. No, like only two only two of the original normal types of the Gen 1 normal types became fairy type as well. All right, well. Only two of them. Fine. The like, point is. Like the you understand my point, though, right? Yeah, like the three best normal types of Generation 1, where if you're team building for Generation 1, you start with picking two of the three is Snorlax, Tauros, and Chansey. Okay. I still think, though, that my approach is valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I still think normal types are... They're normal. They're looked down they're on. Yeah, they're they're yeah. normal. They're, like, people don't really, you know... And people don't really look down on normal types. Um... In so much as there's just not a lot strategically going for them because they're they're not super effective against anything, right? And they're and they don't resist anything, but they're weak to fighting, and right. they're immune to ghost. Yeah, that, that's that's about it. <clears throat> um, where I thinking on it, I was also going to say, Is Ursa ring the third one, third one for, for me, one? maybe. I don't know. I had another normal type in mind, yeah. but I can't remember it. Uh, I would pro like my first like. This question is two weeks old. Yeah, like my first like Twitch like choice would just be raw physical power, uh, and then probably uh, yeah, that's that's a very Caleb. Yeah, and then like answer. ground types, ground just, types, just real bulky Pokemon, sturdy. Yeah, just real bulky, sturdy Pokemon that just shrug off hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, go on. Plow through them. Okay. So, that's more of a type, more of a... Just Pokemon with large defenses and large HP pools. So, Snorlax and Chansey would still... Uh, and Blissey would still... Chansey or Blissey would still be part of that. But then also, like, Aggron, uh, Tyranitar. Just big, bulky Pokemon. Yes. Um, Listening to the last episode of 2022... 
When you brought up how Duelist Nexus could be the next time Konami shakes up their ratios in their sets, do you think the TCG will bring back core set rares? I hope not. Agreed. I really hate rares. It's not that I hate rares. I just kind. I'm just. I just kind of like that feeling of getting a hollow every single pack now. Yes. I. It just I feels. Agree. It just feels better to me. What if they did a hollow and a rare in every pack? I'd be fine with that. I wouldn't. I hate rares. Yeah. Rares can just be deleted from the game. I'd be fine <laughs> with that. Does Sunny and or Caleb have a favorite chess opening? There are chess openings. Do you know anything about chess? I know how to play chess, but I but like the couple times where I do play chess, I don't put any thought into it. You're like, oh, I can move this piece. It's less I can move this piece, more of a I am going to move this piece. Okay. Okay, so I I've always been a fan of I think it's called the Swedish opening. It's like the most standard opening in chess where you just do the the king pawn out to allow your bishop and your queen to move out and like the one that can do like a four turn checkmate and like i generally always do that not because i always go for the four turn checkmate although i mean may as well give it a shot right but mainly because i just i i just think it's a very advantageous position to be in early in the game so i always do that i am here i am confidently unplanned confidently unplanned i do confidently unplanned uh, moves and that's how i showed up (laughs) according to my parents (laughs) okay so the last question is which ishizu pieces Mm -hmm. could you beat in a fight could i in a could i beat in a fist fight yeah which ishizu pieces do you think you could beat in a fight definitely not Medora. Agreed. No no shot against Medora for either of us. That dude's jacked. Medora is indeed jacked, yeah. Uh let's see, Kelbeck is covered in metal, so maybe Keldo? Uh I would agree that Keldo is covered in metal and has a lot of claws and lightning. Yeah, no, that's Kelbeck. Kelbeck, yeah. yeah Kel maybe Keldo, because he's kinda scrawny and just Nah, the Keldo's got too big of a shield. I can't take Keldo either. And Keldo's a woman. I'm not. I'm not gonna hit a woman if I can help it. Well, if 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 she's coming at me, I'm going to defend myself. And if she's coming at me with two shields, <laughs> yeah, you just grab one and just sl- just shake it. They have <laughs> no, really. You just if if you're someone's coming at you dueling shields like an idiot, you just grab one and then just kind of shake it around. And they have to either let it go or you hurt the wrist, possibly breaking their arm. A knight told me this. All right, what about a Guido? Also just covered in metal. I don't know, man. A Guido, it's hard to get scale on. I don't know how big a Guido is. That's also fair. A Guido looks like it could be a golf ball that you stick in the ground with the tee. That's, that's fair. To be a fair. A Guido looks like a spiky testicle. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, we don't have scale for any of these dudes. Now I'm thinking about it. Process what I just said. No, I did. Okay. You didn't seem to go. Uh. But like, like, <laughs> like, the only, like the nearest thing to scale we have for any of these dudes is Medora maybe being the size of a dude. I think I cannot take a single one of these except maybe a Guido if I have a big enough golf club. And I think I could take a uh, Keldo. Keldo. Okay. So one with two shields. It's a lady with two shields. 
And I believe that Giant Skyhawk could take any of them, including Medora. Oh yeah, no, even with the uh, even with the uh, the big uh, knives. I forgot what those are actually called. They're called knives. They're not knives though. I think they're guitars. No, they're knives. Uh, let me look, let me look at the handle again. It's it's got a it's it's got a it's got a handle like a knife. Oh no no, it, you hold like this and you kind of punch with it. It's a guitar. They're called knives. Anyway, so now that I've thoroughly annoyed Caleb, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode again. Be sure to check out all of our sponsor links in the description and down below for uh, Dragon Shield, Gem Tech, Millennium Threads, ETB, Steel Fox, and TCG Player. Yep. All those. Uh, and also check out our Discord server. Be sure to check out our YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, depending on where you're at now. Yeah, Go yeah, check yeah. out the other ones. And I think until next time, have a great weekend, everybody. Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.